we're Haha Charade, and you're tuned in to Undergroundopolis. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Um, I'm Buckshot George. Um, probably know me also as Jason Smith. Um, stage name Buckshot George. Been using that goes way back. Um, I live in the Bardstown, Kentucky area, where I've been for about the last ten years. So that's uh, what is that? Roughly about thirty-five minutes out of Louisville, something, something like that. that. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's who I am. I play bass guitar. I play guitar, and um, I try to sing. <laughs> First, got you. Tell us starting music. Tell us about about you starting music. What got um, you? Start- your- it's kind of it's kind of almost embarrassing to me. Like I like I think a lot of kids back in the day, um, I started out getting into Kiss. Um, you know the makeup and the blood and the breathing fire and all that stuff. I was really captivated by that as a kid. A little bit frightened of it. I remember my cousin is a Kiss freak, and uh, I remember being afraid of his posters on his wall. And then years later, I started really getting into Kiss, and um, I was also really into Def Leppard at the time. I was a kid. Those two bands got me into everything cool because the Def Leppard and Kiss had really great influences. So I don't know if you realize that because if you go trace the lineage back, you go from Def Leppard to things like the Sweet, uh, Mata Hoople. You know, you go back into that. You got Kiss. You go back to New York Dolls, Velvet Underground. You learn about all their influences, and um, so I really got into that stuff. But New York. New York music I really liked. I liked the Detroit stuff a lot. And I've been listening to the same trashy rock and roll since I was a kid. Um, I was also really into British glam quite a bit, uh, British punk, all that stuff. Um, so I started playing guitar. I guess I was about 14 years old. Um, and I mowed lines and bought my first Fender Stratocaster. It was a Mexican-made model, black. And, uh, you know, kind of learned how to play um, Ghost Riders in the Sky first. My dad taught me a little bit. I still play a lot like my dad. It's a weird thing. He's my number one influence as a guitar player. <laughs> no. But yeah, and uh, then from then on, I joined like, you know, everybody's got that shitty garage band in high school. And uh, a couple of my buddies, you know, actually it was a basement band is what it was. And um, yeah, so we played in the basement. I remember we had like one song we were like, doing knocking on heaven's door over and over, uh, yeah. you know, trying to get the master cause we're beginners and, you know, trying to move the chord shapes around and stuff. And uh, yeah, a couple of those guys have gone on to be, um, you know, in, in the Louisville music scene, uh, Brian Ford was one of them. He was in red sun. Um, Gaj Mustafa cell was another band. He was in kind of this indie weird music. Um, you know, so, so me and those guys used to play and, um, and I got into like a, a punk band, kind of a glam punk band here in Louisville in 1994 called Perfume Bomb. And we could not find enough players that wanted to wear dresses that were men. That was what we wanted. And so we, we went out west. We decided we were going to move to New York City. That didn't work out. And um, we knew a friend out in Phoenix, Arizona, that told us the scene was really booming. A lot of bands were getting signed. You had the uh, Gin Blossoms, the Refreshments, the Pistoleros, guys like that. You ought to go go out and try the Phoenix scene. So I moved there in 1996 in June, and uh, yeah, so that's the start. So, <laughs> what would be your most favorite show that you've played? Most favorite show that I've ever played. Uh, I tell you what, it was about five years ago, maybe maybe six years ago. 
I got invited to play with Ricky Rat, the guitar player from the Trash Brats, um, for a David Bowie tribute band up in Indianapolis at Radio Radio. I don't know if you heard of that place or not. Um, that was my favorite because I got to uh, dye my hair again, shave my beard off, put on makeup, and dress up in character and uh, wearing glitter makeup and stuff. And it was it was crazy because I was about 40 years old at the time, and I hadn't done anything like that in a long time. And um, it, it was just it was a blast going into the dressing room, having makeup applied, and having a big audience come out to see us. We were well paid. It wasn't even about the money so much. It was just like the spirit of glam was just there and, and I was in it and I got to transform into another character and uh, we had just a great time. I was still drinking back then. So I really tied one on that night uh, as, as I remember, but <laughs> that was my, that was my favorite show of all time. I had so much fun with that. That was um, Ricky rat from the trash Brats, uh, a couple guys from bro, uh, bro, Gro brother, the brothers gross, uh, Timmy, no, it was Kyle Gross. I'm sorry, on drums. And um, Brad St. Patrick from Black Cat Rebellion on vocals. And he was amazing. Um, that was a really good time. And it was called the Rock Opera Ripoff. So we were. there were other bands doing tributes, too. There was a tribute to The Who, a tribute to Meatloaf. Um, what was the other one? It was, it, was, it was a good time, man. It was really good. Yeah. Right. Probably my favorite question, the counter question. What is your worst show? Tell us about your worst show ever. Um, I, let's see, the worst show I ever played. I mean, there's been a couple of bad gigs where, um, I don't want to name names as a local person, but <laughs> when you show up and there's no one there, those are the worst. Um, yeah. You know, those, I, I think as far as the really bad gigs, I mean, I've, I've messed up some gigs from my drinking back in the day. One really bad gig was a really packed bar in Phoenix, Arizona. I'd been day drinking, uh, got up there, and I completely forgot how to play my instrument. They cut us off after about half, uh, halfway through the set. Uh, wouldn't, didn't want to pay us, and the owner wanted to kick my ass, and he was a really mean biker, and it was not fun. That was, uh, I was really intimidated. <laughs> so that was a bad gig. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've had fun most of my gigs, but I, I think the – I mean, it'd be surprised with some of the good gigs you have, you know, where you're like, how in the hell did they put us on this bill? But you surprisingly end up having a good time. Yeah. But uh, that was that was my worst gig. Anyway. So, but, Do you prefer the studio or the stage? Um, you know, that's changing because I, 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 I am a live performer. I'm not a great musician. I'm not a great singer, but I, I, I don't think I can be touched as far as being a performer. And I think because of the mentors I had in that department are people like Alice Cooper and Johnny Thunders. And um, I learned how to play. Even Jeff Dahl, who I played for for you know, a number of years, uh, really taught me how to put on a show. Um, but we're getting into these times. You said no, not make references to COVID, but <laughs> uh, obviously we're not playing live that much. I'm starting to get where I used to hate the studio. I, like a studio was just something you had to do to go to play a show and sell records at the show. And I, I don't know. It was like, as long as I had beer in the studio, I wouldn't complain too much. But um, now I'm getting to where like, I kind of enjoy it. I had a really good time making this first EP and um, I'm setting up a studio at home. So um, I'm, I'm starting to kind of enjoy this studio. There's not really much of a choice because we can't play out so much. We can a little bit, but, uh, you know, under certain circumstances, if the crowds are small enough and they're open, but 
yeah, I would say I would say right now I'm really excited about the studio. So tell us about the EP. What it's 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 the three cover songs. Why why did you choose these songs? Um, well, you know, it had been and I started to get kind of depressed because it had been a number of years since the Moonshine Millionaires had put out that EP. I think that was in 2012. And I hadn't done anything in a long time. And really, uh, really, it was I actually had a lot to do with you in the open mics because I remember you dragged me out to that bar in Oklahoma that first time and said, bring your guitar, come down and play. And I'm like, I'm rusty. I can't remember how to play. You're like, it doesn't matter. Just come down here. And kind of a lot of your peer, your peer pressure got me out playing again. I started kind of having fun and people were showing up and stuff. And um, I don't know, these you know, gears started turning in my head where, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to put, I, I want to put something else out. I'm not in a band right now. What can I do? And um, I started thinking about, well, I'm not writing anything yet, but um, if I can at least put out some some cover materials, get some sound samples, kind of do what you do, where you have a website like a, a, a press kit kind of thing. You got a little bit of tunes to listen to, maybe some video. That's kind of what I was working toward. Um, so Six Days on the Road is one of my favorite songs, a great trucker song. Everybody's heard me play that a billion times. Um, I, I definitely wanted that one cut. I had done that one with uh, the band Lowdown I was in here in Bardstown. I had done that with um, Hillbilly Alarm Clock out in Lexington, and I really liked the version that Hillbilly and Alarm Clock did at a practice one time, and it was recorded on the iPhone. And I was like, man, I, I really want that. Uh, I really want that song for sure. And Nine Pound Hammer, I don't know why I picked it, because like I, I had been playing it at open mics. I played it, because I was in Nine Pound Hammer for about 15 minutes. And the urge is to cover it, too. So I kind of knew that one. And I love that song, too. So I, I put that one on there. Um, Truck Driving Man, believe it or not, um, I was I knew I wanted to do something by Buck Owens. But the Herbs had already put out a record that was a tribute to Buck Owens. But I was wanting to, you know, take my do my take on a Buck Owens track of one that they did not do. So that was kind of like uh, I, I kind of sent that one out to the Herbs. And uh so we did Truck Driving Man. I don't think that's originally a Buck Owens song, but I think he's known for that one. So, uh, yeah, that was that was just – I knew that um, one thing on this – It's first off, it was supposed to be like a self-titled EP. I think they're calling it Three Song. On all the, I don't know how that, that – I guess that's the title of it on there. But um, I, I decided I was going to cut out the punk music for a while at the time and I wanted to focus on learning a couple trucker songs and I didn't want to do a bunch of songs about drinking. I don't drink anymore, but, uh, you know, with that, I wasn't, I wasn't wanting to, you know, sing about getting drunk and stuff like that. So I, I, you know, it's a little pretentious cause believe me, I don't drive a truck, but <laughs> I really like trucker songs quite a bit. So that was kind of the theme I was going for on that EP. Back to this story after our sponsor story. Want to start your own podcast? I did, but had no idea where to begin. I thought I needed a computer, which I'm no expert at, and spent hundreds on equipment. Turns out, all I needed was Anchor. I can use my PC, my tablet, or my phone to record an episode. No need to buy interfaces or recorders, and it's free. Anchor takes all the guesswork out and does everything for you. You can even upload your live stream, and Anchor will convert it to audio. No fancy apps or programs needed. Did I mention it was free? So learn from my mistakes, save money, and join Anchor. Now that we got that out of the way, 
Let's get back to it. Favorite band of all time are the New York Dolls. Has been that way since I was like a 14 or 15 year old kid. Um, always love Alice Cooper, David Bowie, T-Rex, The Sweet, Thin Lizzy, uh, ACDC, um, let's see, Sex Pistols, Vibrators, um, all the all that all that glam and punk that kind of dead boys that kind of rides the line between glam and punk rock. I like trashy rock and roll a lot. Also like a lot of old country, you know, I think I like um Waylon Jennings quite a bit and the Willie and you know Willie Waylon and all that. Um been getting into um Jason Isbell lately. I really have a lot of respect for that guy as a lyricist. Um, yeah, my, my studio engineer friend was, you know, sending me some links to some songs of his today. And he's great. I like James McMurtry. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, I love James McMurtry. Good, people with good lyrics. I really like the hold steady quite a bit. You like them? Um, I'm okay, man. I like, I like, yeah. I like, I like the style. Like I, I like things with good lyrics, even though the, the, he's kind of a talking singer or kind of, you know, it's like almost like white guy rap or something, but, um, I saw them. They were a great band live. So, you know, as far as I need to get into newer stuff, I, I keep listening to these old records over and over, like turning into grandpa. <laughs> What's next? Do you, you got upcoming shows or you, you have a deadline for the album or a goal, goal deadline or whatever. I've, got, I've actually got like a, a, a goal set. Um, I want to have a, an album of original material ready to go in the studio in uh, September. I've got the guys to play on it already. People said yes. I mean, they, you know, hopefully they show up. Hopefully I've got the material already by then. Uh, that's my, that's my goal for this year. I've got my first solo all electric band gig in May. Is it May? I don't remember the exact date on it. 17th or something. Uh, at Wadi stock, whatever day Wadi stock it's on Saturday at, at four 30. Uh, gosh, I didn't have that written down. Um, that's, that's what I've got. And, um, after that, I, I mean, I'm kind of just playing for fun. I'll, I want to hit more open mics than I do. Um, I'll probably start hitting those up probably not till March before I start doing that. Cause I'm, I'm setting up a recording studio and I'm going to be working on that stuff for a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, that's kind of what I've turned into is like an open mic guy and I actually enjoy it quite a bit. Um, and you know, I've got, got kids got a job and and the community here in Louisville for open mic I'm actually it was it was a, a part of my life and in, in my musical career because I started out you know playing in a shitty garage band and then I was like with you know like a international punk rock star Jeff Dahl so there was like a lot of stuff I didn't do I wasn't in the cover band I didn't do open mics and I've come back on kind of the way down, <laughs> you know, to, to kind of like do these things. I got to do birthday parties, which I've never done before. It was a blast. I got to do a wedding, um, you know, it's the, uh, gigs at a boat dock, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like things I didn't do coming up, being in a cover band, that which great guys, you know, really helped my musicianship a lot. I, I kind of wish I had started out doing open mic from the beginning, you know, like um, I, like I, I didn't realize like how much fun it is and how how you get it's like a it's, i don't know we're like a tribe at this point you know what i mean like you you know we got the regulars you get really good friendships that last a long time it's time for our joke of the week this week's joke is brought to you by our guest buckshot george what does a stripper do with her asshole before she goes to work <laughs> i know the answer but go ahead <laughs> uh, drops them off at band practice <laughs> yeah <laughs>
That is all our time we have for now. Thank you for listening to Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform, and leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off.